Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... So, Devout, I haven't seen this one, but Black Noise, I mean, um, is it horror? It's a black noise. I thought I'd just make some noise, innit? I mean, you know, and people were talking about it. There was a police officer that witnessed something and they went on camera and spoke about it. That would never happen now. Yeah, so all this shit was happening. Uh, I've only seen about half an hour of the first episode so far. I think there's a handful of episodes. But this is something I'm going to have to watch at daytime. And I'm going to have to cleanse my mind. <laughs> I'll be alright. I'll be alright. You know what? Because so, so, you know, I always rely on the phone as well. I always just like, I need to have the phone there, just so that I can quickly check up like a few bits and pieces. I can um, use the laptop. Yeah, exactly. So, folks, uh, you know mm. that saying that money never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Or what's the other one? Yeah. Develop money talks and bullshit walks. You know, and that other one. Uh, the one from um, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right. Listen, we're going to yeah. be ta- we're going to be talking Wall Street. We're going to be talking wolves. We're going to be talking holding, uh, holding, H O D L. And if you don't know, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, just stick around because we've got a really, really great show for you. Because Deval and I, we're going to be speaking about. Uh, a movie called Dumb Money, mm. which is this new movie. Well, Deval's been sitting on it. It's only just come out for me, literally, like on Thursday. Deval, Deval, when did it come out in UK? Over a month like ago. Like a month ago, man. Yeah, yeah. It's really, m- really silly. Ago. And it's mm. a movie that should have just come out at the same time because, yeah. like, you know, you know, it's an impact and everything. So we're going to be speaking about that. Uh, we're going to chuck in, obviously, film news and, um, you know, streaming and all that sort of stuff. So stick around with us. We have, n- we've not got a dumb episode today. We've got a really interesting <laughs> episode. So stick around for that one. But before we do that, Deval, what are we doing? Yeah, but just one quick shout out today, actually. Mm. It goes to Emmanuel. Emmanuel, man. Emmanuel. He's getting on the documentaries. Uh, he's watching Little White Live. I think as we <laughs> speak, maybe he's watched it by now. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a big shout out to him. Saw him during the week. Uh, he's going to be coming onto the show. Yes. Uh, soon uh, for quite, I guess, uh, doing as many shows as he can, actually, because, yeah, uh, yeah we're, some of us, like, well, I'm not going to be around. You're not going to be around. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'm, if he's around, he can, <laughs> he he can, can do the show on his own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, big shout out to him. And I guess yeah, everyone, everyone knows we always talk about Emmanuel. He's always yeah. listening, listening to the show. He gives us lots of insights and trailers and news and stuff like that so you know he's a big part of the show so you'll you'll be seeing him soon exactly and i love i love the kind of you know when he watches something like for example little white lie there's it's not just like watching it and okay i'll file that one i've seen it no No. it's like a conversation about the whole thing which is what i love and we've got our on our whatsapp group he's like you know he he methodically goes through what he thinks and everything that which is brilliant so uh, uh, Emmanuel's going to be on the show and I'll pick his brains about that at some point. So a big shout out to Emmanuel. All right, let's get into it, Deval. So listen, man. So a um, couple of days ago, you sent a message uh, of, you know, in the WhatsApp group and I was like, what, what the hell is this? Mm. So there's a new 
Predator movie coming out. And it's by the same guy who did the last Predator movie. So tell us about yeah. this, Deval. So yeah, man, this, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, this is Dan Trachtenberg. And the guy we mm. spoke about last week about doing a sequel to the first Cloverfield. Uh, he'd done Cloverfield, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Obviously, we know he'd done Prey, which is on Disney Plus, Hulu mm. right now. So yeah, so he is now going to be doing, uh, or probably is doing as we speak, a sequel mm. to Prey. Uh, which which was quite it was, it was quite a good film. Some people liked yeah. it, some people didn't. Uh, Prey, which was set in the uh, sort of old school, yeah, like seventeen hundreds, wasn't it? Or something? Yeah, of America, like the original yeah. America, yeah. and uh, it was very very different. And now this one's going to be this sequel is now going to be set. I think it's World War One. So it's it called looks like World uh, War One in the poster, yeah, right? Yeah, No Man Land or No Man's Land, uh, if, if it's plural. But mm. uh, you know the scene in Wonder Woman where she mm. goes through that part of no man's land and she sort of, you know, helps the, yep. the soldiers get, get yep. across because no one's gotten across in over a year or something like that. So and I think this is it. looking at that kind of terrain where mm. World War One soldiers are going to now be coming up against a predator. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting, you know? It's you know be really what? Interesting. It's really interesting because it's like, how do you pit, like, you know, a future alien mm. race against mankind who's and the the weapons that they had in the first world war i mean like yeah. tear gas like you know um you know no, those, no, no machine guns no, no like heat, guns. heat seeking no night vision no none of that like it's no, no arnold Bear, like nope. you know nothing nope. man nope. this is way before all that this looks good i'm yeah it's know, yeah it's decent so we'll see so again i'm assuming deval this is going to be on disney plus right Yes, from what I understand, yeah. Unless they fancy, you know, having a couple of weeks in the cinema maybe, but yeah, I think mm. it's going to go straight to Disney Plus and Hulu. Yeah, all right. So we'll keep an eye on that one and we'll yeah. bring you a review. So keep it locked with the Flicksters. Now on to some other stuff. Now, Guillermo del Toro, he's a great film director. He's been behind some really, really great mm. movies. And he's this kind of, for me anyway, Deval, I don't know about you, but he, I always think he's like, he's, he's a working, like he's always working on something. He's either producing mm. something, he's either doing something for Netflix, he's kind of making movies, you know, Hellboys, like, you know, uh, Blade, like, you know, he's mm. been behind some, you know, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth, I think he's done that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, so really kind of uh, highly acclaimed. He's now going to be tackling Frankenstein. So tell us about this. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of a... He's got a signature, hasn't he? You know, mm. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's got like a fantasy horror signature, Huge. and you kind of can tell when he's involved in something that it's, it's he's got he's got his touch on it. So mm. and he loves beasts. Imagine, he does love beasts and monsters and all yeah. kinds of things. But his monsters have, you know, they've got kind of I don't know if I can call it humanity, but they've got something that you can kind of relate to sometimes mm. with the monsters. So I think that's something that he's going to be. Uh, putting across uh, when he makes Frankenstein's Bride and mm. be a remake of that classic movie. And yeah. the person that is going to be playing uh, Frankenstein's Bride is going to be Mia Goth. Oh, she's weird, but good. Mia Goff, yeah, she is. Like, we saw her in, uh, what's the film that X. we saw? Was it X? X. And we then... saw her in X. We saw her in uh, Pearl. Pearl. Uh, we saw her in a bunch of films. She's just mm. one, of those, one of those actors that can just be something that is just so different and i think she's going to fit in perfectly being frankenstein's bride it's going to be a yeah. perfect marriage guillermo del toro and mia goth so yeah, when this yeah, comes no, out next year i think i think it's next year or year after mm. that's going to be decent 
Yeah. And we don't know about, uh, I know we kind of rewatched the last Hellboy movie with David Harbour. Mm-hmm. We didn't really, it didn't really kind of, it nah. didn't hit, hit the note with us. What, what do we reckon with Hellboy? What's going to happen? They're going to reboot that again at some point? Yeah, they'll reboot because it's, it's a good IP, you know. People mm. like Hellboy, so I think they'll wait a while when people yeah. forget and then they'll reboot, reboot it. I'm not sure who's going to be Hellboy at that stage, but I'm sure they're going to reboot it. Uh, maybe it was Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> try, no, trust me. What he, I mean, he's in everything at the moment. All right, listen, let, let's move on. Let me speak about this. So you know how we had earlier on this year, we had the Mission Impossible franchise release, the latest uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1, and then there was a kind of that that scene where, you know, he's on the motorbike, and mm. then, you know, he does this crazy, crazy kind of stunt. And that was the whole main big movie event thing. And um, so we were like, okay, yeah, brilliant. You know, we've got uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1 and it's action scene after action scene after action scene, just like galore. And then we were thinking, okay, yeah, so we're going to see Part 2 really, really soon. But now, Deval, my waffling on, I'll just cut short, is Mission Impossible, the second part, is is delayed. So uh, it's going to be delayed until 2025. What? 2025? What yes. So oh, shit, um, okay. it's almost a year. So the upcoming film will directly follow Dead Reckoning Part 1. So uh, it was originally set for June 28th, 2024. The movie will now hit theaters on May the 23rd, 2025. So now there's rumors going around, Val, that Dead Reckoning Part 1 didn't do as well as they had hoped. Yeah, yeah. So are they now thinking that maybe the franchise is missing something? Could it, it, could it be that they like, mm, maybe we need to tweak it a bit more and, you know, I don't know. What do you say? It's a, it's a tough one. I'm not, I really can't answer that, you know. I don't know. Because mm. it's a good premise. AI and all that kind of stuff is, yeah. is, is new. I, think I like the way it gives the enemy that... Uh, blank canvas almost a bit like uh, hot. Sh- I keep saying hot shots, a bit like Top Gun Maverick did yeah. when that enemy wasn't linked to any country to or yeah. Any- yeah, so I, I, I did like that. exactly. I did like it, so I'm not sure why it didn't do massive, massive numbers. Maybe competition was anything com- competing with it at the time, I can't remember, remember but yeah, just maybe they need maybe a bit of a break. I and mean, when people you know have that time to forget about it and maybe get back to it in 2025 mm. maybe there there'll be a bigger buzz for it but yeah i can't put a finger as to why it didn't do mm. really really well you know i don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because dune part two uh june part two that has been delayed godzilla x kong mm. the new empire that's been delayed so mm. it's kind of you know there are other kind of big move tent pole big movies and maybe they're just kind of recalibrating and thinking shit how are we going to manage this whole like you know movie making thing yeah. now because it's changed man since covid everything's changed it has changed yeah they they got to change with it and, and you know there's obviously the, the the writer's strike and stuff is affecting stuff mm. actors strike and stuff and yeah, changes afoot. Exactly. All right, but you know what hasn't changed? Uh, what we bring you next. So this is new on streaming, and uh, we've got a couple of shows that we want to speak about. And um, you know what? It's just so weird. We still haven't even spoken about Loki, and I've been watching Loki. I know you've been oh, watching yeah, Loki, yeah, 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 but yeah, it yeah. just hasn't generated that 
that kind of excitement for us to even be like, oh, you know, there's a standard thing. Mm. Uh, so we kind of, we've sidestepped that a little bit, but Gen V obviously is out there. Um, and you know what, man, it's just kind of the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, nah. one thing I forgot to ask you about though, Deval, was on last week's episode, this is just going back mm. a bit, Soldier Boy turned, was it, is it Soldier Boy? Yeah, yeah Soldier Boy yeah, turned. Yeah, 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 Soldier Boy, yeah. I thought, <laughs> shit, how's he connected to this whole thing? But it uh, was kind of like an in mind, it was kind yeah. of like not what Powerful. you think it is. Oh, this character man. in Gen V, the blonde one, I can't remember her name, but she's she's like Professor X powerful. She can make mm. you think, Nipple, see, feel yeah. anything. She That is a power to have, you know. Mad, That's a real power to have. Powers. Um, so. so there's Gen V. We've already spoken about that. But what I'm really interested to speak about, though, is Deval, is this one. So mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, we reviewed The Nun. And mm-hmm. Deval had a really, really interesting and funny story about... Mm. <laughs> about um, <laughs> what's the name of the street again green street green street hmm. in enfield so green street in enfield so for yeah. you you know for you kind of horror fans out there if you know your horror you'll know that green street in enfield uk is the site of a really really kind of uh you know like a haunting like you know a very british haunting type of yep. thing like that and deval had a really funny story so i urge you to go to our instagram page listen to that whole story Mm. And now, since then, since The Nun 2 came out, and since that little kind of story that we spoke about, there's a documentary about that haunting devil. Mm. So I'm really, really looking forward to this because I want to just kind of get to the nuts and bolts of that whole thing, man. So tell us about this. When's it coming out? Where it's coming out? Mm. Apple TV. uh, It is out already. It's uh, (sighs) it's actually called (laughs) uh, The Enfield Poltergeist. Oh my gosh. And it's available now. I actually was watching a bit of it before we started recording. Mm. And it's, the way it's filmed, it's filmed in a very realistic way. So they've got the actual recording of what was happening at oh this God. time. This is 1977, England, yeah. London, Enfield, which is in North London. Mm. And uh, they use the audio tapes, the real voices of the people. The yeah. interviews, this and that, all the real voices, but mm. on the screen you're seeing actors just right. mime. Okay, I gotcha. So it's the real voices you're hearing. So they use that and it's really detailed. Uh, they talk about how this whole story was, it actually made front page news. The mm. Daily Mirror had it on the front page, you know, and people were talking about it. There was a yeah. police officer that witnessed something and they went on camera and spoke about it. That would never Jeez. happen now. No, yeah, no way. So, all this shit was happening. Uh, I've only seen about half an hour of the first episode so far. I think mm. there's a handful of episodes. Yeah. But yeah. this is something I'm going to have to watch at daytime. And I'm going <laughs> to have to cleanse my Trust mind me. before nightfall. Because this is the sort of thing. It's a documentary that scare me more than the film. Yeah, today. yeah. Because it's real Honestly. people. Yeah. And the thing is, Devel, um, have they, do you know if they like speak do we see shots of what it looks like right now? Like as in 2023? What the house? The house. Uh, I've not got to that part yet, but I, I saw it a few years ago and I drove <laughs> past. It's, it's 284, 284 Green Street. If you ever oh, go past no, 284 Green Street, say it. exactly. Don't look there. Don't knock the house. Don't. Why the postman? No post is reaching. Yeah. I'm throwing it on the street. 
<laughs> like an America, throw it on the street, and there's oh, paperboy, like exactly, paperboy, exactly. I'm gonna go in there. Nope, as a debt collector, keep it, <laughs> keep it. I don't care. I'm not going there. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. Holy shit! I'm not doing it. I'm, 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 surpri- I'm pretty sure there must be tourists that go walk down there, man. I reckon so. Especially after this documentary, there's going to be more because it's keeping it alive and it's an accessible yeah. place. Actually, the street isn't like closed off. It's just there it's just there really oh, mad man. Imagine, as well. if the, imagine if they're kind of like you know the evil's just waiting to at one point oh. to come out and just kind of like imagine. release itself you know and they were like, saying in the documentary that uh because their poltergeists are different than other ghosts and whatever poltergeists mm. are like a physical manifestation of this kind of ghost or whatever and they actually talk about the the meaning of the word poltergeist actually derives from german mm. as like a boisterous soul or something Oh, a soul God. that is, you know, un- un- untamed. And basically it can make noises, it can voices, it can throw things across the room. So, yeah, it's... Oh, man. <sighs> Mate, yeah. Mate, I'm getting goosebumps. Just move on, let's move on. All right, so go check that out. That's the M5 Poltergeist on uh, <laughs> Apple TV. Now let's check out uh, new trailers. So, Devout, I haven't seen this one, but Black Noise, I mean, um, is it horror? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a black noise. I thought I'd just make some noise, isn't it? I, know, I, know. I mean, this one is this one is like an action. It's like a oh, what's that? What's that? Is it Japanese? Yeah, what's the battle royale kind of thing? Yeah, 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 island. Yep, but it's not the people. Hunger Games, yeah, but this is soldiers. And they're on this island. I'm not sure what they're doing there. They're on mm-hmm. this island. It stars Alex Pettifer. Pettifer. Yes, I've seen him. I've yeah, seen him. him. Yeah, I am number eight or whatever it was called. Yeah, yes, so that's it. He's in it. Magic Mike. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. He's in Okay, yeah, that's him. Yeah. And then, so they're on the island and this island is something creepy is happening on, on the island. Mm-hmm. This island itself is making people do crazy shit, like kill themselves is making them go crazy. It's a bit like lost. Uh, it's like lost. It's like <laughs> sphere. It's like event horizon. It's just like the oh, island is mad. Yeah, the island is mad, and they they're now on this island, and one by one, you know, they're gonna die, aren't they? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. nice. So, yeah, All right, black noise. <laughs> and that's a film not the stuff that Val was just to. doing like 30 seconds ago um, now Animal Kingdom this sounds kind of familiar um, what we're looking at over here with this is what Ooh. you know animals like stories what, what is this this one looks like a good this, this reminds me of an 18, 18 uh, A24 film mm. uh, and this is a French film the Animal Kingdom French film and this is a film about evolution. And for some reason, humans are evolving into mm-hmm. animals. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, so it's happening to like one person here, one person there. People are like just, they're physically evolving into animals. I don't know why it's happening. Don't ask me, but it's happening. And it just, this is more of the human side of it this is not like big budget you know sci-fi this is the human side of it you know when someone's mum in the family starts to evolve into an animal what how does that affect the family you know what i mean because they are now going to the animals yeah it's it looks like a touching film like a really Mm. emotional film it looks like 
Like it's happening to lots of people. People are evolving in different ways, and it's it looks like a, a decent film, like an A twenty four French film. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we haven't obviously put it up on there, mm. um, but there's a new movie that came out on uh, Netflix called Pain Hustlers. Did you see this? Pain Hustlers? No, no. It's no. got um, Captain America. It's got oh, um, yes, uh, Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. I mean, like, there's this. Ugh, and I just kind of just saw that right now. But this one over here, uh, Animal Kingdom, man, mm. the French can make some really. Do you remember we yeah. saw that film, the French one about um, ah, oh, the woman where she uh, she has sex with the car. Oh, Titan. Titan. Yes. Do you remember that? There was just yes. kind of see yes. bodies evolving, yes. kind of yes. all this sort of yes. French yes. man. They got like yeah, something yeah, yeah. kinky, quirky going on over yeah, there. Going mad. on. I remember man. war, war. That film about the the oh war meat and all that. Yes, all that, all that sort of stuff. Kind of like really acclaimed movies. Uh, now this one, uh, let me speak about this one. This is called the Conference. This is a, um, is it Swedish or is it? Uh, let me just see. The conference. conference. What's that, a conference call? Is it a big? <laughs> it, it's basically a uh, a movie on Netflix, which is coming out or is out. It's mm. coming. The conference Netflix. So basically, so a public sector employees battle not only their own discord apparently, but also a bloodthirsty killer during a seemingly innocuous innocuous retreat. So that's the synopsis. So. Uh, it's coming out on Netflix. It's mm. apparently it's harrowing, it's macabre, and it's goofy. Mm. So basically, they go out on this kind of retreat, uh, office workers, but they're getting picked off one by one. And I saw the trailer to this, and I was just like, you know mm. what? I've got to check this out. It looks kind of uh, really interesting. So this is coming out. Um, I actually think it might even actually already be out. Uh, it's already out on Netflix. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's already out on Netflix and, um, I put it in the trailers bit, but it should have been in the streaming bit because I wasn't sure if it was actually out, but yeah, it's kind of a horror comedy, bloody, mm. um, and it's debuted at, uh, number one in 64 countries around the world. Is it? The conference, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So uh, an hour and a half. So nothing too kind of, uh, you know, mm. um, nothing too taxing, but yeah, kind of like a Swedish or Scandinavian movie, uh, mm. which may tickle your fancy. So go check that one out. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get into Anniversary Corner Deval. Now we've, we've purposefully chosen this movie because obviously our movie, our main movie kind of discusses things going on in Wall Street and what better way mm. than to speak about The Wolf of Wall Street, which was this movie from 2013, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Did he win the Oscar for this, Deval? Uh, no, that's a Revenant. Revenant, right. So mm. I'm pretty sure he must have been nominated. There was a point where yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was making these movies and I was like, shit, hasn't this guy won an yeah. Oscar just yet? Yeah. And then eventually he did win it. But this is Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got um, Matthew McConaughey. It's got a whole host of mm. actors. Jonah and Hill. Jonah Hill. Oh, Robbie, don't forget her. Man, the accent. Mm. Mm. And this was kind of the one that made a really, but this one kind of made a big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it? Yeah, it was the kind of. It, yeah. I, I felt like as if when this movie came out, everyone was like, "Oh my god, Margot Robbie!" Mm. Like her accent, her acting, like everything. Yeah. Obviously, the looks and everything. So that's all great. And it's uh, based on the true story of this guy called Jordan Belfont, who just uh, was a Wall Street. You know, he was in trading in penny stocks, and then he made it massive, and then he kind of blew it all. 
and it's kind of his rise and fall. So if you haven't seen it, it's got some iconic things, some iconic scenes in there. And Deval, here's the thing. I, I think I only ever saw it once and that was in cinema. I got to watch it again. Oh, oh you got to. 10 years now. It'd be, it'd be a fresh film for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fresh film. Thinking, why haven't I? Seen, I've only seen it that once in cinema, but it's got eight point two on IMDb. You can catch it on Netflix. It's out there. Uh, it's like you know, whole host of actors in there. Really, really great. Um, oh my gosh! Did you know this? You no, know Jonah Hill. He mm. really wanted to be in his film so much. He took a pay cut, uh, and a pay cut that was the SAG uh, minimum, which was sixty thousand dollars. Jeez, and he got nominated, I think. Is it? Wow, sixty thousand. Most people wouldn't get out of bed for that. Sixty thousand dollars. No, 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 wow. not at all. And, I, and I'm pretty sure he got nominated for a best supporting actor on that one as well. Um, but yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, he goes mental. There's that scene. Remember when they're in the office and he's giving this speech and he's just going mm. mad and like, you know, the, the, the parties, the drugs, all that sort of stuff. It kind of is laid out bare, yeah. and. Um, and it shows you Martin Scorsese, just kind of one of those film directors who you, you kind of look at him and you think, oh, like, you know, he's, you know, he made some great movies in the 70s and 80s and everything. And like maybe his his kind of output might slow down. But, you mm. know, this guy, he churns out movies and he's making these really fun kind of hit movies. Um, I've seen Killers of the Flower Moon, which we'll speak mm. about on another episode. But you know, that's another story. Mm. Yeah. Mate, you're in for a ride on that one. Um, <laughs> so if you haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, go check it out. It's definitely worth a watch. And um, I think it's, that one's a pretty long movie as well, right? Yeah, two hours and change from mm. what I remember. Yeah, about two and a half hours, I think, if not slightly yeah. more. Yeah, he loves no, making three lo hours. Three hours, flat. The, yeah. Irish, the Irishman, that was like a three-hour mm. movie. Killers of the Flower Moon, three and a half hour mm. movie. I mean, this guy, Scorsese, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know how to cut, man. Um, <laughs> so listen, look, um, that, that leads us yeah. nicely into the film that we're going to be speaking about right now, which is called Dumb Money. It's a new release, uh, well, old release for Deval, because he uh, kind of came out a month ago, but a new release for me. But Dumb Money is based on, uh, based on a true story. Yeah. Um, and it stars Paul Dano. Now, Deval, uh, I don't know if you got the same thing, but when I was watching the movie and I was watching Paul Dano and his acting, all I just kept thinking about was the Riddler. Oh, serious? <laughs> I just, uh, just kind of this weird, he's got this kind of plasticky face, like Paul Dano. Oh, man. okay. He's just kind of got this face. And I was just like, I kept expecting him to just kind of have this outburst because you know in the batman he has these kind of crazy outbursts mm, yeah, and yeah. Uh, i was just thinking but he kind of plays it really kind of chilled out like subdued understated yeah, he kind yeah. of kind of got this whole thing so um this is the true story of a bunch of individual traders mm. spearheaded by this guy called um what's his name again keith gill Keith Gill, who's played, you know, played by Paul Dano, and he's a part-time YouTuber. He's a Wall Street. He works on Wall Street, and he does these videos. And he has a fascination with this company called GameStop. Now, what would be the UK equivalent of GameStop, Deval? Uh, computer exchange, game. Computer exchange, right? Yeah. A game, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. 100%. So like, you know, those stores and I think here, um, I can't remember what the equivalent over here is called, but definitely in the UK, it'll be called like, yeah, game, game, computer exchange or something. So there's a company called GameStop and they weren't doing like 
crazy mm. stuff on the stock exchange, right? I think they were valued at three dollars. They sell computer guy, games. I think they sell computer games. You can part exchange them and stuff like that. I'm even surprised they're on a stock exchange. Why are they? <laughs> Why are they on the stock exchange? I don't know. I mean, but this guy, Keith, um, is it Keith Gill? Did you say Keith yeah. Gill? Yeah, yeah, Keith Gill. He loves this company, and he. For some reason, he keeps doing these YouTube and these, these, I think they're still out there. Uh, but these do YouTube kind of, um, he's got had a YouTube channel where he's speaking about GameStop and he, he puts up kind of graphs. He puts up kind of information about why he thinks that people should invest in this company. Then on the flip side of that, mm. you've got the big financial bigwigs played by Seth Rogen played by Vincent D'Onofrio. These are the people, these are the billionaires who have net worths of kind of money coming out of their assholes. And they're doing this thing, Devout. Maybe you can just kind of remind me of this whole thing, but what is shortchanging? They're doing something to this stock. They're kind of undervaluing it for some reason. Yeah, because they want the, they want the stock uh, to go down. Mm. Uh, because then they make money because they've bet for the stock to go down. Down. And uh, by some, that's why some of these big or big companies, groups, people, they can they can influence the narrative. Mm. Sometimes they influence the narrative through through articles, through all kinds of stuff, stuff that even I, I don't know about. But all this yeah. will influence the the dumb money, the retail investors, the U and I's, mm. uh, to maybe not buy the stock or to sell the stock or to just influence it in a way where the price goes down. And for them, they make the money. So they, they kind the of sh short the market. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that's how they, that's how, yeah, that's how these, that's how big money moves. That's they influence the market. It. Yeah, they influence the market. They know what they're doing. And I they love it because doing. this movie, this movie is like a middle finger. It's like a fuck you to kind of like, you know, the, the, the big guys. And so this guy, Keith Gill, he's telling his people, whoever wants to listen, he's like, buy, buy the stock, mm. buy the stock, buy the stock, buy the stock, buy the stock. And people are like kind of listening to him. He's got influence. And then we see these other characters, these characters on the periphery. So we've got kind of the nurse, uh, you know, yeah. working in a hospital. She's like working class. She hasn't mm. got a lot of money. She's in debt. And then we've got the university students who are massively in debt, like a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And they're watching his YouTube channel and they're kind of buying into this GameStop. And then before you know it, the, you know, the, the stock, the value keeps on rising. It keeps on rising. It keeps on rising. And then because they're buying into it, it's the, the market is volatile. And then these big guys, they're losing money. And for me, man, the way that they kind of uh, showed, you know, the both sides of the story. So the working class people, the kind of the user me, and then the rich people, people like Vincent D'Onofrio. And these are real people, by the way. They, they base these characters on real people. People, yeah. sorry. And um, I double checked about, and Vincent D'Onofrio's character, he really did have a pig. Oh, did he? <laughs> of course. This guy, I mean, of all the things that you could ever buy, this guy has got a flipping 150 kilo pig mm. walking around his house and he's just throwing it scraps. I mean, like, what, what, what does that show you? What, what does that mean, man, where you've got a pig in the house? What, 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 is, he, what is he trying to say? When you're mad rich, you just do all kinds of shit, innit? You just, you, just because... 
Yeah, exactly. Just because, yeah, you got money. So you buy a pig and you've got a mansion and then you can let it roam free in the house. So these guys, uh, and especially Seth Rogen's character, who's kind of the, he's like a manager of this hedge fund. And because he was kind of betting the short changing of the whole thing, which Deval just explained, he's hoping that the, the value goes down. So he's betting against the company so he could make money. But then the individual investors, they're buying into it. And then yeah. this guy loses his money to the point where his company, his hedge fund, it, it kind of goes collapse and then he's got to mm. kind of get bailed out. Man, it's a great movie. It really is. It's funny. Yeah. It's uh, got mad, mad characters in there. You know, it's got Pete Davidson in there. He plays his brother, Keith Gill's brother, Sebastian Stan. Uh, Bucky Barnes, Winter Bucky Soldier. Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. He turns up in there. He plays a real life character, the CEO of this company called Robin Hood. Who, who yeah, big exchange. The biggest change in America. Yeah, Robin Hood. They, they came up in the news as well because they were they were freezing trading on this platform. Mm. So again, they were they were influencing the market. But yeah, I remember hearing hearing about Robin Hood a few years ago. Yeah, and then what I liked was at the end of the movie, you see the real life people. Yeah, and then his like. Bucky's kind of, you know, real life person, they look very similar. I can see why yeah, they kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. why, why, they, why they picked him and everything like that. So you've got all these characters and, and then the movie is called Dumb Money because in the industry, investors like you and I, and I say this because Deval, you and I, we've done some yeah. very stuff which is very, very similar to this. And we're considered the dumb money, the people who just kind of like, you know, individual investors, we don't have any clout. But this movie shows that when there is this kind of community who kind of bands together, who wants to stick it to the man, you know, these big companies can and will take notice. I thought yeah. it was really good. I thought it was really interesting. What was your take on it? it was good. Yeah, no, my take on it was because it, it, when, it, when this happened in 2021, I was just getting introduced to the sort of crypto market. Yeah. And I was just understand, I was just getting into it. I didn't really understand what was going on, what I was doing. So there's lots of information. I didn't know how to digest it. This was happening. I kept hearing GameStop. Said, What's GameStop? What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> this film literally shows that. I remember there's certain clips in this film where the rich people will say, how much did we lose today? And they'll be like, oh, five billion. And the regular people will say, how much did you make today? Made a million pounds, a million dollars. Yeah, like, a million dollars. In Crazy. a day. But then the thing is with this, yeah, we're stuck. It's the value... It's only the value when you actually mm. exchange it, when yeah. you transact it. Until then, it doesn't mean anything. So sometimes right? it can be worth X amount. And if you take it out, that's great. But then some people are thinking it's going to go up. Mm. So it might go, the next day it could double. So that's why some people hold on to it. There's an expression, H-O-D-L, hold on yep. for dear life. Yeah. Some people hold, some people hold and it's a mistake because then the next day it go it'll go down so it's really tough i've lived it yeah i'm living, I'm living through it literally now with yeah. some of my crypto stock it's and, just and, yeah crazy. and just on that when i was watching the movie devour so many of the kind of expressions that they used like hold you know diamond hands you know yeah. going to the moon like you'll hear these expressions in the movie and deval you and i because i mean deval you got into the crypto thing and then 
you know, you kind of told me about it and then I got into the crypto thing and then we both kind of started looking into this, getting deep yeah. into the whole <laughs> thing. And we know about the kind of volatility of prices that go up and down and win money. Yeah. We, you know, we made money, you know, we yeah. lost money, we made money and yeah. like, you know, we just is kind of back and forth going on. But the thing that made that I was like really gutted. So, you know, America Ferreira, America Ferreira, like yeah. her character. Yeah. Man, Jeez. Uh, she, she was lost. Up. She was up she, hundreds of grands. Mate, she was up, she, up half a million. Half a million. Oh up my. 500,000. And then because of that uh, Robin Hood thing, she couldn't transact exactly mm. what Deval was saying about, you know, about selling off and, you know, getting out while you can. She didn't. And then she lost it. She lost mm. the money. Oh, those painful. university students man they, yeah, they, they cashed out yeah they cashed out at the right time the guy that was in transformers i forgot his name and he worked oh, in the Ramos. shop yeah, yeah yeah he worked in the shop he cashed out and made like a hundred grand or something yeah. at, at, some, at one point he was worth more than that but obviously he's better than what he he put in a small amount sometimes with these things you mm. can put in a small amount yeah and depending on the time you put it in and depending on, how, on the time you pull out mm. can make grand i've got an example of of a project that uh, I got into in 2001, 2000, mm. sorry, 2021, yep. uh, put in X amount, uh, was it 7,000 uh, pounds at the time? Mm. Uh, and there was two paths I could have taken. And by the way, seven grand ain't no like, you know, it was a big thing for me to do because exactly. But putting seven thousand pounds and turning it into Two. digital coins. What the heck yeah. is that? What am I doing? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. mad. But I put it into this into this project. There were three paths I could have gone down. Mm-hmm. But with hindsight, mm-hmm. obviously I know there's three paths of hindsight. At the time, there was one path. One I was path, putting yeah. money in, I wanted to see money come out. Yeah. So I put in this seven thousand pounds in April twenty twenty one. Couple of months later, the money went up a bit. I took yeah. out some money. Yeah, a couple of months later, it went up a bit again. I took out some money, you know, because the way it works is you put it in and you can take out money sort of as and when. As and when, I took yeah. out a bit of money. Took out a bit of money. I thought, okay, this is all right. Took out by then, I think it was a couple of grand. I took out. I thought, okay, maybe in a year I'll see my <laughs> money back plus some. Yeah. Little did I know, by November the market had skyrocketed. Yeah. The other two paths I could have t- gone down was mm. if I didn't take out my coins at all. By yeah. November, I could have taken out 35 grand's worth of money. I know. So t- where do you know you can put in seven grand and eight months later, turn yeah. into 35, 35 grand. grand. Also, the second, the, the third option with hindsight uh, was when I actually first got into this project, I could have mm. bought, because I bought a node. That's what I did. That's what I did buy. But I could have bought just the coins, 7,000 yeah. pounds worth of coins. And that would have given me X amount of coins. I've done the maths. By November, uh, that would have turned into £164,000. Oh, mate. Because, because the, uh, uh, in April, the coins were worth a fraction of, the, of a penny. Mm. By November 2021, that coin was worth uh, 60 pence. So you're then, talking about a fraction of a penny to 60 pence. 60 you put pence. in grands then, that yeah. flips. 
exactly. And that's, that's what I want to, and, and that's what I want to kind of get across as well for the people listening is like, you could buy in and get, you know, whatever. It could by be way, no financial that, yeah. advice. Yeah, but, oh, by the way, no advice. nothing yeah. we say is financial advice. Don't, exactly. Don't do anything we say. Literally, go do your own research. We're just telling yeah. you our experiences. Yeah, exactly. And then Ooh. that whole thing about in the movie where, you know, they buy at a small price and mm. then all of a sudden the, the, you know, it's gone up hundred percent. It's gone up two hundred percent or whatever. Same thing with crypto. Same it's thing in thousands Amazon. of percent. Some yeah. people go up. Uh, what, I've, what, what I've explained, people have been buying certain coins here and there for fractions of a fraction, yeah. and when it goes up to uh, like a pa- two pounds or whatever, oh. some people make life changing, and they're mm. the ones that then can then reinvest and reinvest yes. bigger. And they just stay rich. Yeah, I know. And that's it. And then that's it. You, just, you just made it. And then your job then yeah. is just to kind of maintain it. Yeah. And then not to kind of obviously screw it up and everything. But listen, yeah. man, like, you know, we've, so whilst watching the movie, and I know you probably had the same experience that whilst you were watching the movie, so many emotions were going through my mind. And I was mm. like, oh my God, I remember this. I, I, re- I remember feeling mm. like this. And I remember kind of, you know, doing the analysis. Like how many times did we <laughs> have our spreadsheets? Like, you know, where we kind of like, oh, this, if this happens, this happens, this takes off and that takes off. And then I was just like, oh my God, I yeah. can so feel. During this podcast, people- I've checked the price five times already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm checking the price now because I've got money in. I need to know what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> and no, it's messing me. my mind up. <laughs> so I, I, mind. I totally get, you know, the people in that the show in this movie. I get it, man. Uh. The university student who's listening, like, you know, to, you know, the podcast, or, you know, to the YouTube channel and thinking, shit, do I hold? Do I sell? Do mm-hmm. I hold? Do I sell? All that sort of stuff, man. We went through that. We go through it and we know it. Waking and- up at two in the morning, checking the oh, price. Quick right. going to your laptop. Oh, <laughs> Like, you know, so many of those things going on. So hundred percent, if you want a primer on kind of, you know, an idea of what it kind of might look like to people about how they invest and how that they can then go from a small value to a high value, how does it, that price pump, you'll get that in the movie. But at the same time, yeah. you'll also get the other side where the rich people, how they, mm. how they're trying to shaft yeah. the, you know, the, you know, the working class people, like, yeah. you know, the, you know, the retail people who investors, the, the so-called yeah. dumb money. And yeah. that's what they call, that's what they call us, you know, because most of us, to be honest, are dumb when it comes to stuff like that. We don't understand when what we're doing. Fun- yeah, and we don't understand what we're doing. Down, like, you know, in school, we never learned this stuff. No, no, no. They never teach you financial no. kind of want to, they, they've education. Got to keep, you've got to keep you to be a battery for the system. Mm. You power the they system. They don't want you knowing about how to, you mm. know, uh, expand your wealth and nope. kind of multiple streams of income mm-hmm. and you know doing things on the side. Making, yeah. making money work for you and mm. how to really like what's the, what's the what did Einstein say uh, about compound interest being the eighth wonder of the world or something like that? Yeah, and, yeah. so it's like you now, <sighs> like like you do because I know you like you know you, you can maybe speak about this, but with the trading stuff that you do, like how. Because trading has been going on for hundreds of years. People have yeah. been trading in the stock yeah. market. Like, you know, there's been famous crashes. Yeah. You know, cra- there was a crash in the 20s where people, although they yeah. lost millions, people made yeah. made millions off of that crash. There was yeah. a financial crash in 2008, 2011. Mm. There's all this stuff going on and like, you know, 2021 and things happen. But like, how is it all changed now, man, with crypto and stock trades and all that sort of stuff. What do you, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think with the traditional stock market and stuff, there's kind of like a barrier to entry. 
Mm. Uh, some certain stocks you can only put in, you can only put in X amount. You got to come with like ten grand, or you got to come with certain amounts that kind of frees out most people. Most people don't know who to, how to trade. You got to, mm. like, you got to not just barriers of entry for finances, but also for your 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 state, your credit, and all kinds of stuff. But with yeah. with crypto, there's a it's, it's it's a decentralized environment, meaning yeah. that no one central organization controls everything. You know, certain platforms you don't even need to have your your id you don't need to pass a credit mm. check no one's here to sort of to tell you no if you've got money yeah. if you, if you want, you want to put, you you want, invest you want to put in 10 pounds 10 dollars you want to try that out you do it and see what happens like there's no sort of great authority at the moment like mm. you know really sort of cracking the whip on people so that 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 this that this reduces the barriers to entry and lots of people can come in and try and you know know see you see how the market works for them so yeah but then the, that also makes it a bit of a wild west because there's no great financial authority Regulation. governing it there's also you know scams and there's also all these pitfalls and lack of knowledge and all kinds of stuff where people can be burnt that's what we yeah. always say do your own research nothing we say here is meant to be financial advice but not telling you to do Absolutely. anything go and do your own research you yeah. know and that whole thing, like, you know, how the GameStop people, the community, mm. how they got together, they pumped that price up. And we see that happen with crypto as well, mm. right? Because, like, yeah. for example, meme, the meme coins, like Dogecoin, Shinu, you know. Elon Musk Shinu, can put out one Elon tweet Musk. and that'll make a price go up. Like, there's, there's people out there that can really influence the market. And with those coins, they made exactly the same thing, like, mm. with, the, with the GameStop thing, man. It just, it pumps the price up and people yeah. make hundreds and thousands of pounds, dollars, yeah. millions, man. People can kind of do that. So uh, one other note, interesting note I found. Um, so this movie, develop, uh, Dumb Money, it was produced by the Winklevoss twins. Oh, the Facebook uh, guys. Facebook yeah. guys. So, <laughs> Serious. Yes. And they made a lot of money on, on Bitcoin. They made a lot of money on Bitcoin. They made millions on Bitcoin, those guys. Mm. They did. They were early investors on Bitcoin. Mm. So they kind of you know, did that a lot, but I, I just found it interesting. So the movie is based off of a book called the anti-social network. Mm. And remember the, um, the social network, which social was the network. Facebook movie yeah. Yeah, the, so was that one. So it's interesting. The, the Winklevoss mm. brothers, they were kind of, their names attached to this movie as well, because they, I, I reckon they must've thought, hang on a second, this is very similar to kind of cryptocurrency as well. And about, mm. you know, you know, Bitcoin and they're all in the same kind of ballpark and how you kind of want to look at it. But um, yeah, man, it's a really interesting movie. I'd say go out and watch it. Um, it's already out in the UK. Deval saw it a month ago. Um, it'll probably be picked up on streaming pretty soon as well though, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I reckon. Mm. I'm not sure where. Probably Netflix, I reckon. Or maybe Amazon. But yeah, Amazon, either way. It's yeah, one be, of those guys. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere soon. Yeah, yeah. if you can if you can watch it it's definitely it's in, definitely interesting to see how that whole kind of the way money flows in and out of people and what 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 the rich do to stay rich mm. yeah you know that was really interesting so a big thumbs up from me on that one um yeah, yeah so that one's our movie of the week and listen look have you got time for a, a hidden gem oh actually yeah there's a hidden gem yeah let me quickly do this hidden gem yeah yeah hidden uh, gem go so for it this hidden gem uh, just real quickly this one's called Bull, mm. uh, and Bull is Bull is a mad. It's, it's a film of revenge. This came okay. out in twenty twenty one. This uh, stars his uh, name Neil Maskell. Yeah, Neil Maskell. Mm. Uh, and so it's a British film. Uh, it's 
it's basically about these gangsters, organized crime people. Uh, yeah. They go out and they do their thing, you know, all the kind of, I think this is based in kind of like London, Essex. So it's got that right. kind of Cockney kind of vibe to it. Yeah. These organized gangsters, they, they do their thing with crime and whatever. Uh, and then they have some, they have some beef within the group. Uh, so they all arrange to uh, do something <laughs> to, to one of their own. They arrange okay. to do something to one of their yes. own. And the way they, the, the way they, do this thing to him yeah. it's not nice it's not oh, nice it's man. very much it's not nice it's not nah. nice so they, they deal with him yeah and they think okay you know this is something we had to do lads we had to do this yeah you know he was, he was getting out of control yeah they do it they wipe their hands of it and then they sort yeah. of go off and live their lives yeah but little do they know <laughs> can't keep a man down somehow he doesn't stay down and he comes, Neil Maskell comes out for revenge. Like 10 years later, he just shows up and they're like one by one, basically he's going hunting them down one by one. And they're yeah. like, well, it's impossible. How are you here? Like it's, killed him. it's mad. And he, and he deals with them in mad ways. Mad it's ways. so brutal. It. Yeah. No one gets off. It's brutal. Yeah. It's an, hour, it. it's an hour and a half film. It's brutal. It's low budget. Uh, Neil Maskell, who was in uh, Kill List, he's Kill wicked. List. At, yeah, he's and really in good. Recently. And in Hijack recently, he's good. This is a brutal film. And when it gets to the end, they sort of show you in detail what they originally done to him, mm. which makes you think, how the heck Hell. are you here? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it okay. there because it there's a mad. It's a big question. Big mm. question mark. I'm watching it. Where That's can I get saying. it? It's on, on Netflix. It's on Netflix, man. Full. Less than an hour and a half. It's an hour and 25 minutes or something. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. yeah. I, I've, I've, I've added it in my, um, yeah. to my watch list on there. Brilliant. All right. Okay. So there you heard it. Yeah. Uh, Check out those movies. Check out Dumb Money and definitely check out Bullis on Netflix. Uh, and listen, remember, keep it locked with the Flixers. We're going to be back again next week. Uh, yep. bringing you some movies and um, yeah. And if you're watching something out there, let us know about it. Shout yeah. it out and we will shout you out on the show. Definitely. Until next week. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.